Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, it's uh, a very interesting concept being um, so far away um, and not knowing who's in the congregation. So you're very welcome and I pray that you would receive something new from the Lord this morning. As Richard has already said, we are looking at the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms is split into five books and they're not all attributed to David. So you have book one, which is Psalm 1 to 41. You have uh, book two, which is Psalm 42 to 72. Um, book three, which is 73 to 89. And book four, 90 to 106. And book five, 107 to 150. So there are five books, but the Hebrew text says there could be 151. But in our Bibles, it's not recorded that way. We only go up to 150. Only 73 of these Psalms are attributed to David. So less than half are attributed to him. The rest are hymns and liturgy that was used in the temple for prayer and praise and worship. So they're very fitting. But what we're going to look at this morning is Psalm 91, which comes in the full court of Psalms. And I think Psalm 91 is very fitting. Um, it is one of the familiar psalms to some, I'm sure. But the most popular psalms that people seem to drive towards is obviously Psalm 23, Psalm 46, Psalm 51, 89, 137, and 150. This is to quote just a few, but Psalm 23 is the one that is used very often at funerals and uh, Psalm 51 we look at when we want to look at somebody that um, has sinned and fallen short of God's goodness and uh, confesses his sin to the Lord and Psalms of praise in Psalm 89 etc. But the Psalms are a theological description of God's heart and how he sees his people. Some of them are deep, some of them are um, uplifting, some of them are perplexing, they make us think. But the Psalm that we're going to look at today is one that is attributed to David and it's Psalm 91. I was thinking this week as the cases of coronavirus have been increasing. Uh, three and a half thousand people yesterday tested positive. And also um, the message that we got about Bethany's school and how real this thing is becoming to some of us. It's coming a bit too close for comfort. And Psalm 91 helps us remember where how our um, protection comes from. It says in verse 1, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. 
he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. So he who chooses to come under the presence of God uh, will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. I don't know about you, but I think when times of trouble come, we need God and his angels to come and protect us just like a fortress, just like in olden days where they built the walls and the ramparts to protect the city from the enemy. We too need to have our lives protected by God so that when the enemy of the coronavirus or any disease comes our way, we are protected as best that we can be. And it goes on in that second verse to say, my God in whom I trust. Now, if you put your trust in God, you will find peace. If we put our trust in man, we will find uh, unrest. So we need to put our trust and our hope in God. And verse three says, surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. The fowler's snare was used obviously to catch uh, animals. It was used for torture. It was used for killing uh, and uh, the dead, deadly pestilence is again to bring destruction. But then verse four reminds us of the loving God in which we put our strength and our trust. He will cover you with feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Just as a hen would gather her chicks into herself, God does that with his people. He says, come close to me and I will comfort you and I will surround you with my feathers. I will cover you and I will place my wings over you and here you will find refuge and his faithfulness. God is faithful beyond all measure and he will be our shield and our rampart. I don't know about you, but um, sometimes people have vivid and worrying dreams at night and they can have things come into their minds that are just not true and uh, when we sleep our minds do all sorts of things and verse 5 says you will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day nothing that comes in the night will harm you and the arrows that come in the day, the things that people aim in your direction, will not bring you harm because God is your protector. He is your fortress. He's the one that protects you and keeps you safe. And verse six, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness. So the coronavirus that is everywhere at the moment and the cases are rising. And we need to pray that God will protect us from this virus, that no harm will come our way or to those of our family. And we need to put our trust and our hope in him. A thousand may fall at your side. Now we've seen 
41,600 and something people die of this disease in the past few months. So we have seen people falling at our side. We know of families that have been affected by this disease. But um, God is our protector. And verse 8 says, you will not observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. You know, we have a choice in life. Um, we either choose God or we don't. And if we choose to put our trust in God, then eternal life is our hope and our certainty. But if we don't put our trust in God, then this verse in verse 8, um, the punishment of the wicked, is talking about eternal separation from God. And we don't want that for our lives. We pray that that doesn't happen to our loved ones. So we hope that they would come to a knowledge of God whilst they have time to do that. And verse 9, it says, If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near to your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. I don't know if any of you have experienced uh, the presence of angels. I know of people that have um, seen an angel in a room or whether you've been somewhere and somebody has done something for you that is kind, out of the ordinary, a complete stranger. Do you know angels are all around, both in the heavenly and on earth? Now that might seem a strange concept, but God uses people to reach others when they sometimes at least expect it through sending an angel or a person, a Christian, that can reach into a situation. And it's important at this point to remember that we live under an open heaven. Since Jesus went to the cross and went back to his Father, we have a relationship now with God, Father and Holy Spirit because of all that Jesus did. And heaven is open. So the angels are ascending and descending, just as they did in Genesis. They're coming and going. They're taking the requests of God's people back to the Father. And we are part of that open, open heaven. Sorry, open heaven. And we need to uh, live in the foreknowledge that we have an open access to God. <clears throat> and it says in verse 13, you will tread upon the lion and the cobra. Now I don't recommend that you um, go and do that this afternoon, go and find an adder in some grassland somewhere and put that to the test. But what the Psalmist is saying here, David, is that you will tread on the lion and the cobra, the most fierce things. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. 
God will give you abilities to get through whatever you are going through at this time. And these things that would normally uh, bring harm will not bring you any harm. And verse 14 says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. So because we love the Lord, we will get protection from him. And verse 15, it says, he will call upon me and I will answer him. That's that open heaven again, that we have direct access to God. And we're being reminded here by David. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I think it's important at this time of uncertainty that we keep our hope and our trust in God, that we truly do dwell in the shelter of the Most High and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, and that we do put our trust in him and we call upon him. And we wait for his answer and we rest assured that he will be with us in our troubles and we know in foreknowledge because we're told in scripture that he will deliver us and protect us at the end of uh, matthew's gospel it says for i am with you always to the very end of the age you know God walks with us every step of the way one more step along the road I go and I know that Jesus is walking with me I know that the Holy Spirit is filling me each day in order that I may get through the day that lies ahead we're told in scripture too not to worry about tomorrow because today has enough worries of its own and I think it's important that we learn to trust, put our hope and our um, strength will come from the Lord to get through the things that come our way. You know, when trouble comes your way, it strengthens your faith. It causes you to rely more on God and put your trust further in him. And the psalmist throughout the various psalms here whether it be by David or by one of the temple choirs the idea is it's to get us to think and get us to um, put more trust in God and remember that where our hope and our strength comes from because it is from the Lord So rest in hope. Oh, sorry, I just moved a piece of paper over the camera. Uh, rest in hope uh, in God's love. Remain in his peace and put your trust in him. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this Psalm 91. We pray that you'll help us dwell in the shelter of your your strength and your hope and your peace that you will be our fortress 
and help us, Father, to put our trust in you. We pray that we would find our strength in you. We pray that you would walk with us along life's narrow way and that we may come rejoicing to know that God has been near and that we would have peace in our hearts because you are protecting us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.